The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Bruchim Avoim B'Shem Hashem. We read a pasuk every day of our lives. Dor Lidoi Shabach Maasecha. Each generation will praise your deeds. Ugvuroi Secha. And your might. Yagidu. They will tell over. Stories to Inspire is Mekayim this Pasuk every single day, numerous times during the day, to tell over the Niflos, the wonders, the Nisim of Hashem in our world. Ezez Schus Daniel has to have organized stories to inspire, which continues each and every day, Lahagdil Tayyuladira, to be Marbekavod Shamayim, to spread the glory of Hashem. One evening, I received a telephone call. And that call, I can never forget. There's a young woman on the other end, and she says, uh, am I allowed to ask a shayla to the rov? I said, Bechavan, of course. She said, I would like to ask, are you allowed to accept a present from an Eina Yehudi, from somebody not Jewish? I answered her, I gave her a full explanation of the idea of not accepting gifts. However, I wanted very much to know what was the source of that gift. The general rule is, when someone calls you for a shayla, you can't really ask other things. You've got to respect their privacy. However, this time, I broke my own rule. And I asked her, how is it that you got a matana from somebody from the Amim? She said, I tell you, I work in an office and there is somebody who is not Jewish and he's a nice man and he always makes conversation. It happened to be one evening we had to work there was a project that we were both collaborating on. And I worked on the project and he was working on the project. It came time to eat supper. He went out to get supper. But before he left, he said, could I bring you back something? I said, no. I wasn't going to have dinner with him. However, when he came back, he brought not only food for himself, but he bought a full dinner for me. And it came from a glut kosher restaurant. At that point, I felt embarrassed. I didn't want to insult him. I didn't want to tell him I don't want to eat. So I sat down and I ate together with him. And we had a discussion. And it was a pleasant discussion. And... Things continued. The next day, he began to talk with me. And the next day, and he got to know me a little bit better. All of a sudden, he came in with a present. And he said, I have bought this for you. It's for our friendship. I was startled. I was shocked. What could I say? What should I do? To receive a present? I didn't know what to do. Rebbe, I'm very, very confused. I'm very upset. I said to her, 
would you like my Eitzah? She said, yes. I said, I want you to bring me that present right now. Tonight. You bring it and you put it on my desk tonight. She said, Rebbe, I, 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 I'll bring it tomorrow morning. I, I, I'll come another time. Uh, tonight, I, I live in Queens. It, it, it's already dark. I would have to ask my father. I, I said, I want the present tonight. She went to ask her father. Naturally, she didn't tell him what the dilemma was. Her father said, I will take you there early in the morning. She called me back. And that I was so grateful for because I didn't think she's calling back. A person that has such an isayan and was able at least to speak out her heart, I didn't know if she's going to be able to call back and actually follow through. Ezegvura. What might? And I will tell of the might, the mighty deeds in this world. She said, I'm sorry, I can't come tonight, but I will come tomorrow morning early. I told her, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all, but you have to put it out of your house. I want you to put it in the backyard, and I want you to put it on the ground. She said, but Rebbe, someone might steal it. I said, oh no, there will be the greatest Shmira. There will be a guard watching it the entire night. She said, which guard? What's the Rebbe mean? I said, the Satan will keep an eye on that piece of jewelry that nobody should get it, that it should remain the Nisayun, that it should remain the test for you. I gave her my address. We made up. Seven o'clock. I daven Netzachama. Seven o'clock. I was waiting in this room. Sure enough, she showed up. Bidiyuk, seven o'clock. She came in and we began to talk. Bidmohus, crying tears from her eyes. All of a sudden, she showed to me what the present was that he had given to her. That present, Rabbi Sai, is something that shocked me. A gold heart, a very interesting gold heart. She put the gold heart on the desk. I told her, I will take this gold heart and I will give it to a poor chassan to give to his kala, that he should be able to give to his bride a present because he can't afford it. We continued. You cannot go back to this office. It is too big of an isayan. The test is too great. The challenge is too great. Every morning we daven, Hashem, don't bring me to a test. You can't put yourself in the middle of the fire every day and expect that you will not get burnt. You got to separate. You got to leave. Baruch Hashem. She was makabel. B'sever panim yafos. She was makabel with a smile and promised me that she would leave. And so, I said the story over. The first time I said the story over, my heart was pounding just remembering 
what could have happened to Abbas Yisrael, Abbas Torah, one of our own. And I said it over with a tremendous amount of feeling that I had from my heart. Well, Stories to Inspire picked it up because that's what they do. And Stories to Inspire played it. I went to Queens, a shul which is unbelievable in Kew Garden Hills with the great Rebbe, Rebbe Nasha. And there when I came out, there was a young man who stopped me before I went into the car with the driver. The young man said, I saw it. I saw it. I saw that story where that girl brought in that heart to you. I said, yes. He said, the same thing happened to me. The same thing. The girl gave to me a present. And I was moved to come here because I knew that if I'm going to keep it, that it's starting to work on my heart and I'm developing feelings. And I'm going to turn my back on my family and my community. Ultimately the Boreolam. Ultimately Hashem. He then took off the necklace from his neck and presented it to me. I took the necklace and I told him that I was going to give it to a poor Kala that could not afford to give a present to her chosen. Unbelievable. Both of the presents, I gave money instead because the Makor, the source of the present, has to be pure and holy. I gave the money for the heart to a poor chasen. I gave the money for the necklace to a poor kala. The greatness of spreading Hashem's glory in this world, the greatness of what the proper usage of the internet is, is on Ainless Shire. I thank Stories to Inspire for the work that they do for Klal Yisrael. Rav Daniel, Mechayel El Choyel And may we continue to inspire Klal Yisrael until we will hear the Pane Mishiach Tzidkenu, Bimheirov Yomenu. Amen. You've just enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.